that like a big? It's, it's a big. It's like a hall. It's a big building conference where mm-hmm. people, yeah. 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 Okay. They trick it out with all kinds of stuff, and people walk around and get free pens. Wow. wow. And then they come to my bar and get drunk, and then get higher hookers and cocaine. All right. Hey, okay. I and that's what bar you work at? So <laughs> <laughs> well, gotta make and, some money. Back to Marxism. Back to Marxism <laughs> valuing labor, and that. That sex work, down, sex work is real work. Down but sex work is real work, and that it's not valued or monetized <coughs> equitably in any way. There's no safety, but it's a real job. It's actual labor, and that we don't value it. So what? What labor has value, and what doesn't? And why is some labor valued, and some labor labor is dirty and gross? And everybody wants drugs, but drug dealers are bad. I was and reading someplace that this, there was this. Uh, uh, I can't remember what state it was, but s- these strippers were trying to uh, unionize. unionize. And yeah, I was, I, I remember, I was like, ladies. you goddamn right, you better fucking unionize for the champagne room. Because I didn't realize with the strippers and this involved, I don't think it's really sex work to me. I mean, unless you come. You know, you I've been doing it for free, so right? I'm a little mad now. A- absolutely right. <laughs> but sometimes you have to you pay the door <laughs> yeah. or the house whenever yeah. you're a stripper. And then, like, if you, like, you know, have to have a locker and shit for your stuff. Yeah, they you nickel and dime that. you. And yeah, they and nickel and dime you. I'm like, that is not right. Like, the, the this uh, I think it was in Tampa or wherever they had the Super Bowl. Like, there was, it was just Miami. that that movie or that picture movie picture of, like, just knee-deep in, like, dollar bills. Oh, yes. And that club took all of that money. Cl- like, yeah, I read about that. The dancers were pissed. Because yeah. it was, like, $2 million or something. And, like, the owners aren't working for that. They're not putting on the show. No, no, they're not shaking their ass. They're not buying do you know costumes. They're not buying shoes. Do you know yeah. how hard you have to get ready in order to, like, you know, make sure, like, your taco and your asshole is yeah. clean before you put it in someone's face for all of them dollars? It's hard to see. It's hard. Can I, can exactly. Just, it's dark and they're men. We don't care. Oh, that's well, just but there's like you've got it. There's that's like not what I've there's, heard. there's a lot of pampering. <laughs> so um, I, <laughs> does anybody want to tell the white dude that women go see women dance? Too? Oh, I love strippers. Oh, yeah, right. I <laughs> love it. Like, I know. I love strippers. Portland is Portland is amazing and has some incredible strippers. Yeah, clubs. you'll do, be yeah. in a bar and not even know. It's I a used strip to try club to be a stripper. I did amateur night. A dancer walked by. Yeah, amateur night did not work for me. Day when I actually had the body to do it, I wish I'd have had the confidence to do it. I now. agree with that. I would like now, I, now that I have the confidence to do it, the body's gone. So. Oh no, no, they'll, there's room for you. <laughs> yeah. There's room for yeah, you. Yeah. There is room for you because I've been to some strip club. I listen. I used to have a, I used to be in the strip clubs a lot, like, not 18, 19, 20, and I remember going to like some really, really weird, crazy strip clubs on the east side of St. Louis. This is when I lived in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And there were some dusty-ass strip clubs, and then there were questionable ones. <laughs> and the questionable <laughs> ones I liked the most because I remember sometimes I would see women, like beautiful women, but you knew they had some hard living, mm. and shit would fall out like tampon <laughs> strings. Oh, yeah. And you know, you know that she had a bad boob job, or you know she needed a boob job. Daytime stripper, I still love you. Exactly. Like, it was all walks of life. Like, but I saw the beauty in all of it. The lights are just. What was that? April, is the reason that you wouldn't have the confidence now because you feel like because you're not skinny and little that. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, she's for the me, it's the, it's the back rolls. A friend of mine is a BBW. Oh, a BBW. A friend of mine is a BBW, and that's she right. is a stri- stripper. 
Be- beautiful black woman. Oh, but Big, I beautiful black woman. Oh, I know woman. what it means. I'm black. You know? No, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd look at, she, she, I thought, I thought I heard Pam ask. I thought I heard Pam ask, and she is on the other side of you. No, I've heard about I know you know what it is, baby. I, I appreciate that. You know, no, yeah, for, for me, that's where, I mean, we, like I said, we, we were talking earlier about boob jobs, and I've had a boob lift. I actually have a great rack. I just never awesome. show it off. I, I just, I'm so real super self-conscious about it. That's you better show off that rack. <laughs> yeah, you better. Now, see, look, get the full circle, we're objectifying no, each other. No. Now that you've said <laughs> that, oh God, you have no. to prove it. No, no, no. <laughs> Is it Marty Crawl yet? Show us your tits. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. What are they still doing? The Stern show all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're supposed to be like socialist, progressive people, and I'm like, tits, tits. <laughs> well, we, we talked about u- strippers unionizing, so yeah. yeah. But I, I'd say sex work should be legalized. It should be women's work should be monetized it's equitably. I agree. Uh, it, it makes me crazy. It's called labor when you have a baby. It's yeah. called labor well and you get nothing. Sex work it. is legalized in Canada. It's not like a radical that. notion to legalize sex work. In Amsterdam? Yeah. In Amsterdam. And people are... I, I went to the Museum of Prostitution in Amsterdam, and it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. And you walk through an old brothel, and it's like an old age. You get to be in the window. It's so fun. You get to be in the you get to be in the window for a little bit, and you listen to this old. um, She's an ex prostitute. She was a prostitute for like forty years, and she tells you these stories as you're going through this old house and all these rooms, and it's so cool and weird. But it, they talk about how dangerous it used to be and when it started because of Napoleon mm-hmm. and because they were shipbuilding, you know, they were the, the Dutch were the original capitalists. They built ships for everybody. They were like, we'll sell them to the fuck. You guys fight with each other. We'll yeah. build the ships. We don't give a fuck. Like They're pretty good at sailing, too. Yeah. 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 Sounds yeah. like a real sexy Alcatraz. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Sexy <laughs> Alcatraz. <laughs> Hot Catraz. But so it was, they talk about all the history of prostitution, and it was really, really interesting. And and that she was like, this is my job, and it's real. And you get to turn people away, and there's people to help yeah. you, and you have to have, there's all of this medical stuff involved. And mm-hmm. you, and even back in the in Napoleon's days, um, they call it the red light district because w- the prostitutes, they either had a red card or a white card. A white card meant that they were diseased, and they are not allowed. They had syphilis right now or whatever they had. So mm-hmm. you had a white card, and people knew that, that you had STDs or STIs or whatever the fuck we call them. But... If you had a red card, that means you were good to go. And that's why they started red calling it go. the red light district. Because they all had the red cards. Oh. Mm. And then they changed it later with electricity into red lights. But oh, it started cool. with Napoleon. Napoleon was into I his mean, army not dying of syphilis. Oh, <laughs> I see. He's like, well, you need to be card-carrying <laughs> sex workers. Card-carrying. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we went to Amsterdam in summer. We took, uh, we took my father-in-law, who is an 80-year-old man, and... He's from the Midwest, and he has no idea that any of that life exists. And we did the <laughs> tour, and it's around the old church, and they gave us the yeah. tour, and they said, and, and th- there's this, there's this unof- unofficial line, so you were saintly if you could go to the church. And it's literally like the red district goes right around the church. It's 16 yards wide, the, the gap, and if you worked in that, you couldn't go to the other. And, uh, and we're doing the tour, it was fantastic, and the ladies are saying, you should engage. You should talk. You will learn. And, and they, you know, some, if they're not too busy, they'll tell you about their lives. And what she didn't say is what the blue light meant. Oh, I don't know about the blue light. That's the transsexuals. 
Oh. And and my father-in-law didn't know that either. And he knocked on the window, and she, he, showed her what was available. And he's gone back to the Midwest. He ain't coming back anytime soon. <laughs> that's, that's, he's not coming back till he's done his canning. I never saw any blue lights. I've only seen. I, I've I only thought seen you were gonna it's say a smaller he market. Just went yeah. to think he didn't know anything about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> turns out he's very educated on that. Yeah. His, his, he still doesn't talk about it. It was. Uh, <laughs> See, I wish Hoenn was that classy again. Ho- Hoenn. Hoenn. Is that is, is is that the old term? What no, is I'm just being. No, oh. we still say hoes. Oh, okay. And in my democratic. Oh, it's a verb, right? No, it seems a little bit more organized with like brothels and stuff. Like I love going to New Orleans because they still have like brothels and stuff, but they're. Sh- you know, it's not like in Nevada. I mean, there's like brothels everywhere, yeah. but but it's like it's usually like you know that this spot is, and you know, it still has that old timey feel in New Orleans. The, the homestead, yes. the homestead here on 19th and Folsom, that in it was a brothel. There was a secret upstairs, so they have a back room that they still use for like parties. It's a super secret back room, but there What's used the to be. What's the address for that place? It's <laughs> a, no, 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 it's, a, it's, it's 19th and Folsom. It's it's a cool Take your old. Wedding ring but yeah. if there's not a brothel anymore. <laughs> but in like 1904 there was, but they still have the secret back room and there was a secret stairwell that went upstairs. So there's these upstairs, there's all these apartments that people live in now, but historically back in the day. Also, someone was killed in the head with a ball peen, pa- ball, ball peen hammer in that back room. Oh. And uh, oh, there was shit. a huge, qu- and then when back when journalism was real, the journalists <laughs> of the examiner did all the spelunking and figured it out and it was connected with a rape and murder up at something else oh, and they put it all together. Somebody, some sheet metal worker. Some, yeah, some crazy shit. I from Cleveland? No, it was all, <laughs> it was all San yet. Francisco. <laughs> but so it, there's a lot of weird historical. That's cool. cool. There was a lot of like sex work, I think, in oh, for sure. San oh, Francisco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you, I remember you showed a, we did a show where she showed the how much worth each Ethnicity of women. Oh right, was back in uh, the gold rush days the on gold Union rush. Lane. Yeah. Damn. So it's another thing about brothels around a church. So if you think about Union Square and Union that Square back mm-hmm. in the day, that's where all the churches were, and they all lined mm-hmm. those streets. Now it's just the churches of commerce. Ha ha ha! Sex with Avenue and Newman Markups. Newman Markups. So they're all there around. But that was all originally the churches that were there, and so Maiden Lane was right off that. And that's, that's where all the Oster. prostitutes were. And Maiden Lane's still there, but no, it's all hoity-toity places, you know, like, it has, boutiques like, and <laughs> boutiques like $50 ice cream. Campus shoes. You know, yeah. It's Jimmy Choo shoes or whatever it is. So, but it used to be the prostitute lane, and they valued them differently by race. You know, I, uh, I used to volunteer at the cemetery there in Boulder, and one of the things that I learned from the, the main groundskeeper was that they – did not mark the prostitutes' graves, not out of disrespect, but because they didn't want Grandpa to know where to go in the middle of the night. <laughs> so I guess you know our fa- our founding cowboy fathers, uh, mining fathers, uh, believed in an afterlife right there on Earth or <laughs> something. <laughs> back in back in the old days when there was you know the pioneers were coming out, the women owned the bars. The women yeah. the women ran yeah. the brothels. The, the women had the, yeah. the women built the churches. So there's the, the oh sorry, no, no. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Well, there is a really interesting brothel story in Portland. I used to be a Portland tour guide 
where there's this woman who had her brothel on a floating house oh, and God. it was like I think it was between like uh, like the East East Portland and West Portland and anytime like the cops try to raid her she would just like pull up stakes and like go down the river with That's everybody gross. yeah oh, wow. so she didn't have to pay dues to either side hot. of the river because she was kind of an she international was water. The river. Yeah, she was the river yeah. <laughs> just around the river bend she was uh, Pocahontas she's like there. come on hoes get on this boat <laughs> <laughs> Boats and hoes. Boats sure. and hoes. Historic. <laughs> they call it the first profession. Yeah. And yet we still demonize it and don't let women claim that as a legitimate form of work. When we still stigmatize it and look down upon it and go, you're a hoe, you're this. But, but it's like that. Why? Why do we stigmatize work like that? When I was little, my mom would always say, if you don't study, you can always dig ditches. Like you can always, the world needs more ditch diggers yeah. too, Pam. But it's like, but... Because your parents were Republican. Well, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. But what is wrong with oh manual labor? I mean, doing and making and building for people is important and should be uh, applauded. And wh why do we say, well, if you work with your body, you're not as good as someone who sits around behind a desk eating ho-hos, passing <laughs> around memos. Like, why is, why is somebody actually... <laughs> At TPS reports. I, TPS yeah. reports, yeah. You know, my life offended you so yeah. much. Uh, <laughs> Get out of your suit. <laughs> uh. but, it, but, but seriously, but why don't we, that's the thing that's crazy. Well, is I think in a more socialist think, leaning. Like you need to eat too. We have all these food service workers. And right. we, and exactly. Exactly. Farmers, yeah. but farmers you, are gross and dirty or whatever. Yeah, I mean. Farmers no, get No, no, farmers, farmers have got money. They we're, got money. We're, we're, we're the shit this brass. Yeah. Uh, that, that's farmers got some serious bank. Every one, of, they every just one of those cows is two and a half thousand dollars at kill weight minimum. They just oh got uh, they just got uh, welfare from the Trump administration. The yes. Subsidies. Subsidies. Government no, subsidies. It's called welfare. Yeah. My thing is I don't want to make it pretty. I'm yeah. like no, but call it what it is. But that's the thing it is, is that welfare, just the but same. And it is. Yeah. And, and they're like but when subsidies, you, when you think yes. about when you think about welfare, there's there's a there's a spectrum. So I I'm on welfare because I have food stamps and I have Medi-Cal. Now we we also stigmatize this word welfare, but exactly. how come on one side we stigmatize, but on the other subsidies that's no that's, problem. That's exactly but that's right. That's welfare. That's it's welfare. all under the same umbrella. Absolutely. And yet we stigmatize poor you know people. You, you know why? You know why? You know why? I know, but we don't know people's stories either. Hey, and that's the other thing: demonizing single moms. They work harder than everyone else. So what? They're not as uh, mm. it makes me so mad. It's like they're working so hard, and you're and then you're like, oh, single mom. Like, why do we – I feel like society does this. It's not all – just America. Well, like, child care work in general is so underpaid oh in this yeah. country. Yes. Actually, oh back in Portland, one of the – That's the only because the single moms can't afford to pay what – Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not because they're undervalued. Trust. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, obviously. Like, I, I feel very highly valued. But, yeah, I mean, if you talk about it online, God forbid, you'll get all these – men getting on board being like well if you wanted a better paying job like be a civil engineer and i'm like hey oh, you guys you. keep having kids like it's not like, <laughs> the demand is there right. the exactly. value isn't like yeah. anyone that has to deal with children you are so getting <laughs> underpaid mm -hmm. like we're not even gonna i mean you're a teacher xxx teacher you yeah, know there was a there was a woman online i uh, saw she i think she was out of texas or what have you that finally like went to her um the uh 
the uh, oh she teacher. resigned she resigned at the meeting yeah, yeah. she resigned at the and meeting you know said, what i'm talking this about this is not about you this and is not I, yeah i was with her all the way she was absolutely she, amazing oh excuse wow. me it was in kansas it was shawnee kansas yeah it was a teacher that basically said like you know they, they basically hadn't gotten raises and stuff yeah they have been underpaid and then the the raise that they were going to get was like what one percent oh it's derogatory it was like yeah, it was it was it wasn't just yeah. a firearm yeah, yeah. 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 Like, here's your raise. It's that's one firearm. Yeah, right. It's probably that's only a hundred. Like they're paid yeah. so little. Yeah. That's socialism. When, when <laughs> I got when I got out of college, my first job was teaching, and I was making twenty four thousand dollars a year. And that was it in, hasn't gone up since that's then. In 90, that was in ninety seven. Yeah. So mm, twenty years later, you're maybe making forty if you're lucky. Wow. Like it's bad. It's, it's so bad. funny. So I let when I left, I was I no was at, I was at like thirty four because you know every year you go up or whatever. And I said to myself at that point, I was like, if I don't get out of this now, in 10 years, I'm going to wake up and I'm still going to be doing this. Yeah. And yeah. it's going to be, and I'm, I, I had to get out. I it's totally, th it's it a really thankless job. It's a really thankless And especially yeah. in public school teaching. Oh, yeah, I'm like sure. It is no respect. No, yeah, it's, it's difficult. Well, special ed was a little different because everyone was like, you're doing what no one else wants to do. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Like, people would bring me donuts or coffee. They'd be like, thank you. You just... You just stop. Keep not bothering us, yeah, and we're you, good. Just you keep them away. <laughs> just stay yeah. in the basement. Just keep the weirdos <laughs> over there, and no more throwing desks. As long as they don't smell like pee, we're good. good. Like, <laughs> yeah. But no, it was it, it was they they like special ed teachers, but regular ed. Oh my god, yeah. the parents are on your ass. Oh yeah, parents. That's and what then, I would. Uh, that's like the worst part of working with kids. But you're a preschool teacher, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was, yeah. Now yeah. I make more money as a nanny now. Oh so yeah. Oh I wow. Do that. So how much um, does it, if you can, how much does a nanny make in Portland? Um, it, no, in San Diego, oh, you San Diego. you can do okay because you have all those like. I worked at the La Jolla yeah. Family Jewish Community Center, the Lawrence oh, Family Jewish Community that's Center. A good I was the program. Yeah, I was yeah. a camp counselor there for twelve years. Oh, that's cute. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna use you as a reference, Pam. For yeah. <laughs> I need a job. Get in there. <laughs> yeah. So wait, you were making more you're making more now I, as a nanny. Like I would work I worked at this vegan fucking daycare. Oh sorry. Uh, oh you can swear, <laughs> no, you can swear. Oh, okay. you can swear. <laughs> okay. yeah, um I worked at this vegan daycare um in in Portland and I was making like 11 I <gasps> knew I, I was making maybe 11 25 11 50 and oh, I knew no. that my oh. the the tuition from one month was like probably like $80,000 are you just kidding my classroom. me oh she was making bank and then and now her old um wow. the the daycare franchise she used to own has all unionized because they're fucking like I had friends who were like so underpaid and so overworked like they were getting kidney stones. Like a friend got an ulcer. Like another friend who was like sober for three years, like started drinking again. Like and it's a vegan. It was, and it's yeah, a it vegan so childcare. I mean, like it's like vegan until like, and she would buy all these like finches, like these birds, like for educational purposes, and no one would like water them over the weekend. And they would so die. and she would just buy more. It was I was like, this is not a vegan daycare. Like stop buying animals you're not taking care of. That's insane. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh god, yeah. So I got out of there. So I was making eleven fifty there. And God. now I'm I'm making like just under twenty as a nanny in San Diego now. That so. is that's mortifying. Yeah, it's bad. Is she I one mean, of those hippy dippy kind of broads ugh, too? Man, she was like she was a business major, so like <laughs> she's a business major and like had done like in home daycares. So like she just saw kids as like little dollar signs. Aww. It was ridiculous. I oh god, I hated it. I mean, good a good food program poorly ex executed everything else and she like started she didn't really know 
like a lot of child pedagogy. So she would be like, oh, well, I like this like Italian like philosophy of like painting on the walls or whatever. And then like oh, uh, we also like weren't able to say no to kids. Oh. So by preschool, oh, no. by preschool <laughs> they were little violent monsters. Yeah, and it was ridiculous. There were no Sorry. How do you yeah. sell? How oh, do you, uh, like, oh, yeah. I, children absolutely need to be told no all the time. You like, set no. boundaries, yeah. and no is a boundary. Yeah, it is a bound. You can't yeah. and you stop. Yeah, and that's and you gotta, no me consent. Yeah, yeah, and you got to know Portland is gentrifying more and more every day. Like yeah. it is. That's why I'm in San Diego. It's just <laughs> all rich I'm white people just pushing like everybody yeah, out. Yes. I'm, you know, and and I ha- it, I'm one of them. I'm th- I'm that's why I moved there. I love it there. And, and we're just kind of part of the problem, you know. You realize it kind of too late, but do you have a joke about vegan daycare? Because I feel like that is a God, ripe, yeah. ripe area. I don't. I, I feel like there's an <laughs> there's a mom. I don't there's think totally. I kids there's totally. like a one hour special in that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't even have to move yeah. from it. Well, well, like the, the vegan, the yuppie, the vegan the yuppie parents were super competitive with each other. So That's if they saw that. one kid getting potty trained, they'd be like, oh, well, my child's ready for potty training. I'm like, no, she's not. Yeah. Um, oh, my. All cloth diapers. So oh. I was like, I was like oh cleaning out poo poo out of two cloth diapers, a class worth, like uh, like ten kids. Wow. Oh, oh god. I have funny, jokes yeah. about <laughs> working at a vegetarian hospital, so <laughs> please tell me you have great jokes yeah. about. I mean, I I mostly have just yeah. That was like the only thing I can remember. Mine, you've got stuff. I go to a trance. A, a, a room full of Karens. Was it just hundreds of Karens every day? Oh, yeah, it was oh. Karens. Oh, my God. Karens and Derek's. That day, sounds like a nightmare. Oh, my God. It was pre- I, I lasted maybe nine months. I didn't last very long at that at that preschool. Some of, so some of those parents should not have children. <laughs> well, I, it was like, it was kind of an eye opener because I was like, you, like, I know small kids aren't for everyone. They're pretty high energy. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, these parents who are, like, architects and stuff, they were just like, oh, I thought he would, like, come out. Like, I literally heard this from a mom being like, I thought he'd come out, you know, bouncing a ball or whatever. Like, I didn't know he was going to be this helpless for this long. Wow. <laughs> and then they had another kid. And I was like, are you oh, just shit. peer pressured into having kids because you feel like you might miss out with, like, all of your cohorts having children? You really don't like. Maybe once the kids are older, they I find they do have a better time with the kids. But like, oh man, that those early years, it's not for every adult to be able to do that. Social status, children. Oh, what? Social status. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. See, Women have been forced. Children. Yeah. Women. Our two children over here. Women have been forced since the dawn of time. You know. Yeah. I've decided we're having more children. You will have more children. Right. You know? I yeah. am means a of production. Pariah my, I am a pariah in my in-laws because I chose not to have kids. And it, and oh it yeah, kind of breaks yeah. my, s- my father-in-law's mind a little bit. He really, really respects my husband and thinks he's a, one of the most intelligent, self-sufficient people in the world. At the same time, he thinks that I have him under my thumb. That I have denied him the right to have children. It just—he yes. can't get, wrap his head around the fact that we discussed it for years before it we got married. It was a conversation. Yeah. yeah, and it was a, a, a dual decision. I had to pay—I uh, I had to go to California, pay cash, to get my tubes tied, and I had to sign paperwork allowing my saying my husband allowed me to get my Whoa. tubes tied. Whoa! I did. 
And then, you guys don't have to do that. Yeah. And Whoa. then in Portland, I kept going from gynecologist to gynecologist to gynecologist to get a hysterectomy because I was bleeding constantly oh and no. I was weak and I was dying. Oh shit. And they would not call it. They would not do it medically because I had uh, never had children. And even though my tubes were tied, I could still have my eggs extracted if I changed my mind, you know, at the last minute and wanted a baby. And uh, I was just furious. And I finally found a Jewish doctor who was like, yeah, just give me the money. I'll do it. (laughs) 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 And and, uh, here we are. (laughs) I feel much better. You know, because it was making you sick. It was making, it was killing me. Yeah. Yeah, but I was, I was a tramp and a whore and just, and, and just couldn't, just nobody could fathom that my husband was like on the same page that I was forcing him. So he's a cuck, you know. Well, and that, why aren't we promoting like female heroes or movies, like any, any character, any, like a character that makes a choice not to have kids and that's okay. Or that it's not even a. Uh, it's just that we. There's no role You don't have to have kids. In fact, yeah. that's a great choice. Like, don't have kids. Yeah. yeah. And even on. Yeah, even in my family, it wasn't even like, yeah, you go, girl. It was like, yeah, we agree. You probably shouldn't have children. <laughs> it was that attitude. Sounds, yeah, so I couldn't southern. win on it's either side. Right yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't win. You can't win. Can't win. Can't yeah. win. My if wife I'd and I always say that we can't conceive the idea of ever having <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's, That's a good hilarious. One. And do people ask you a lot? Are you kind of shocked the by it? The moment we got married, yeah. basically that's, from that's there on out, was like, are you guys having kids? kids? Do you guys have uh, kids? Do you? So that's what we just so started nosy, telling people. So nosy. And we, yeah, we decided a long time ago, like pretty much, like we were friends for a couple of years, but like we, when we first started seeing each other, we had decided then like we don't ever want children. See, it's good compatibility yeah. <laughs> to have on that. See, score. I'm like, I have I've, a uh, dude and I have been together for seven years. Ooh, and I'm job. like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thank you. Congrats. Um, basically, married, but I ain't got no ring. And I'm afraid of that, too. Yeah. Um, but kids, like, I'm turning a little, you know, I'm in my late 30s. So I'm like, out, I'm at 50 50 right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, do I really want to put my body through this? Yeah. Because now I'm starting about starting to think about vanity more. <laughs> because I'm just it's like, important. do I really like, will, will my body get back to the way it will be? Will I really have to? And I'm not even thinking about the fact of like, you know, it's a child and a mm-hmm. choice. Yeah. And but but also too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what about my ass uh, and my stomach? In my stomach, yeah. Because yeah. I remember my mom telling me after she had me, her body never went back, and I felt bad. So I think that got programmed into my head. But mm. also too, I wouldn't mind having a little fuck face like Aww. me, a mini me they running really around. They are really cute. And I do it, like kids. But it's also like, <laughs> is it that changing moment that people talk about, or is it just like bullshit? No, like it, it really like, is. It it, it 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 is. God damn it! Nobody can hurt. They put her in my arms. I I held her before my wife because you know. She was. She had an emergency C-section. It was like a butcher's block in there. <laughs> and the, uh, I'm still not sure they put everything back. But the, uh, but I, I held her, and in that moment, it was like, huh, I might actually have to grow up tomorrow. Yeah, I'm see, like, that's where and, like and 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 the first and and you know you you, you dealt with the little ones. They're easy. Yeah. They when they just lie there and dribble, yeah. those are the good days. Yeah. You. 
You literally, you can be a bad parent for the first six months because you just put them down and they're still there. Yeah. <laughs> you can give them something sharp. They're just going to look at it. They don't want to play with it. They're just going to say, oh, it's shiny. And they're, they're great. But then they, uh, then, then they get to, it, everyone's like the terrible twos. It's not the terrible twos. I don't twos. think twos are terrible. No, the twos are terrible. The, the, the threes are tyrannical and the fucking fours. Yeah, That's fours. The fours mm-hmm. and fives, they like, it's a developmental stage. They turn into little narcs and they're like, that's <laughs> not the rules. And you're like, well, my mm. kid snitched on me. She's three years yeah. old. She's <laughs> like, she's, big snitch. Yeah. She's, she's like, mommy, daddy's a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> he should go on a timeout. <laughs> what? I, my wife and Carrie, what did he do? <laughs> what did he do? Yeah. Well, he, you know. Wow. He, you know, and, and then the worst thing is they, they, they're a little emotional terrorists. Yeah. They, they guilt you so they, bad, they I'm sure. They can guilt you. Yeah. They, you say no, and then they do the, <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ, your wife, your mother got a ring for that look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a soulless monster. I don't, I don't, I'm like, I'm like, those aren't real tears. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I, and I talk, I never use baby voices. I talk with kids all the time. Yeah, And with children, children on the autistic spectrum, like I tell them, like, I know, I know you're capable. Don't you act. Come on now. Like, and I. I'll make them do things that people are like, how did you? And I'm like, because I'm talking to them and yeah. saying, like, I'm not going to put, I know everybody else falls for your bullshit. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Right? I see That's right through you. Classic. Yeah, classic. Like, That's oh, my shit. go-to line with kids that are acting up. I'm like, this works on mommy and daddy, but you can scream in my face all day. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. paid yeah. for this. I'm yeah. paid. To s- <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, if, if I have to, yeah. if I have to get off the bus with a yeah, child or whatever, like when you're a parent and you're on the bus and you've got somewhere to go and you gotta do something, you're like, ugh, my kid is screaming, whatever. But if a kid's screaming around me, I take him off the bus and I say, all right, let's just wait until we're ready to get back. We, the yeah. next bus there will come go. eventually. It, yeah. it is I'm different when it's your you. kid. Oh, yeah. oh, of course it, it is. Oh, no, no. It's your blood type <laughs> and, and that's your backup kidney. That's <laughs> you. Get you have nice. to. That's that you. It's an investment. That's mm-hmm. that, that's to harvest your child's organs. Hey, between now and eighteen, <laughs> she doesn't have a choice. I can sign her name for her. Yeah. You know that's. Yeah. The. Also, and if you know you're as selfish as I know I am, and how and how narcissistic I am, I know I can't share my husband with anybody. Oh, yeah. oh, fair. I know that. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew that the minute he asked me to marry him, I was like, I can never share you with another. Do you have a dog? Uh, we have a cat. A cat, ferrets. yeah, cat. If cat, fer- yeah. perfect. Yeah. Per- yeah, you don't have to share. They don't want to no, share no, with you. No, no, no. no, I mean, I have a joke about the cat. Like, he's the big spoon, she's the little spoon. I'm the bitch on the other side of the bedroom, and everybody's good time. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you have to make that decision. Like, you got to know yourself. Like, yeah. do you have the tolerance for it, or do you think you'll give in to those hormones? That's the, the uh, amount exactly. of stress does kind of. Oh, man, unless you have a really solid relationship, like you probably do with your wife, like <laughs> <laughs> it's hard on a marriage. Danica I can't. It in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've watched like my friend right now. She's going through it, and she has twins, Ooh. and her husband's sick, and the twins are like they'll be four, so they're coming into that snitch oh, asshole man. phase. Snitch <laughs> asshole. <laughs> And so, you you know, so she's like trying to deal with her, uh, her husband who's sick and then the children. So that is just like, she's pulling her hair out, but she has some really, really good dark jokes coming out of it. Out of all the tragedies <laughs> she's lining. going through, there is a silver lining with that. Twins, she'll she, never get out of the house. Yeah. she's gonna be locked so in. Like, yeah, so it's just no, like that's not, that, see that that I'm gonna push back on you. That's the kind of thing that gets women thinking the wrong way. 
Because we, we have friends. she got a single mom with twins. Mm-hmm. And There's got to be a better way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she has a fantastic. And, and the kids are great. And they spend a lot of time at the park. And, they, and you know, she works. Yeah. And they've got good daycare. But she got her shit together. Yeah. She, and, you know, and, and the guy who gave her the kids is an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's. Well, that's the thing is, like, Pam, you know, like, you worked with, like, we were employed to look after children. Like, yeah. when I'm off the clock, I get to go home. There's nobody else there. Oh, I me, drink heavily. I'm an adult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 100%. I feel the need. Just because single women with kids um, are not thriving financially does not mean they don't have their shit together. Oh, yeah. She has. She doesn't have financially. She's making less than $30,000 in San Jose. Okay. But she has got an amazing... Okay. Uh, she's yeah. got her shit together. She yeah. has got... She knows what she's doing, when she's doing it, how she's achieving it. The kids are fed. They're roofed. They're, they're looked after. She gets time with them. She's got she's a great got support. And she is... Yeah. She is just, and she's not and one she of those heading for a nervous breakdown. You, you said something that was much, really important, though. You said the fact that she has support, yeah. which is really yeah. nice. But not from family. She She's in a great bit of community. She's got a really right. good community. Yeah. And, 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 and actually, sorry, well, I guess not. Sisters supporting one another. <laughs> yeah, and a village. Do. She's got a village. Well, she has. Yeah. She, there's also studies in rats that um, your brain, like mommy brain is a thing, but not like like ditzy, like when you're pregnant. That's pregnant, pregnancy brain, quote unquote. <laughs> but mommy brain is you, like your cerebellum like actually changes to accommodate like um, all of like that, that scheduling, mm-hmm. like all of the executive functioning of taking care of a family. Like your brain structurally changes as a mom to wow. accommodate all of that. So they, there is like clinical studies that are like oh yeah she handled her shit because she's got two little kids mm-hmm. and like she just has to you yeah. know that would make yeah, sense it what he described yeah, but just sounded like mothering small children mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah every yeah. woman who who has small children goes through that i've yeah. learned so That's much part, from this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've learned that <laughs> it, both socially economically and politically narcissists are winning <laughs> yes. <laughs> Way to bring it all together. If women ran the world, the world would be a better place. Aww. We've been telling you Pandering. this for years. Yeah, <laughs> you're winning it. You're going to get fired. We need to get rid of the glass ceiling. It needs to be a glass floor so we can look up. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> well, but we're wearing pants. Take off your pants and put on your skirt. It's Mary Kay time. Let's go to work. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you know all that. That's Hell yeah. Do you got you guys Mary Kay product yeah, cosmetics? Mary Mary Kay, uh, they don't like you to wear pants. They also don't like uh, gay guys to sell their product. I was like, so I got into Mary Kay for just a second because I was like, I had to do something, and I was living in San Diego. I didn't know. So I went to one of the meetings because, yes. you know, free booze. and oh yeah. well, There wasn't free booze. There were snacks because uh, they were all – there were finger foods. I was like, oh, free food, I'm in. But uh, that was one of the things. They all stand up, and they do this little cheer at the beginning, Shut and it's about up. take That's off your pants so and put on your freaking. skirt. It's Mary Kay time. Let's go to work. That's and I, I wanted – so two of my buddies who live in Hillcrest, one of them was drag queen, and I was like, you should get into selling Mary Kay. Because you could sell Mary Kay to all your dry queen friends. He's like, yeah. that's good product. I don't see why not. And <laughs> they were like, Mary Kay was like, no, we don't do that. We don't have men sell our product. And I'm like, what about dry queens? They're like, definitely not. No, definitely not. Which I couldn't believe. I, and this was like in 2006. 
So yeah. I'm like, seriously, 2006 in San Diego, you aren't progressive enough to let a drag queen sell your yeah. fucking makeup? Do you makeup? know how much money they would have made? I know, right? I'm like, seriously, like a lot some of product. Of, yeah. I mean, some of the drag queens would have totally ate that shit up. Absolutely. The little cases, it all comes together. I know. You can mix and match things. Like, wow, they're the fucking lost. <laughs> who doesn't love convenience? Oh, exactly. who doesn't love house. that homophobia? I know, but that's what you I You know thought. what that is. Aww. But also that, that just that they're they're like wearing a skirt somehow makes you more professional. Oh. Or whatever. I know. <laughs> Tigger says what? <laughs> uh, just a tag mark for the people. It's it's one o'clock. We've been in it for an hour. It's the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. At high noon. To two, uh, we haven't necessarily been talking about the news, probably because it's too depressing. Uh, I mean, y- yeah. I'll go through the names. I'm joined by my co-host <laughs> Latoya. We've got Billy Joe Gillespie out of Boulder, Colorado. Maggie O'Neill out of San Diego. Jeremy Demery out of Cleveland, Ohio. John Garside from like Sunnyvale or something like that, and <laughs> somewhere on the peninsula. <laughs> and we have April Gallaty also hanging out out of Portland. It's a big, it's a big mix today. Is West yeah. Coast strong? I mean, and 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 Midwest. Yeah, it's Midwest. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. I don't want. Li- I don't mind being like the the only one or number two. And well, no, you we've know, got Colorado's Midwest, Midwest right? No, no, that's, no, that's the Rock. No, Rock, okay. Well, Rock. Toya did not like that. That's the Rockies. I'm native. I'm half Native American, so I'm used to being like the minority. <laughs> I mean, th- my grandpa was born on a reservation in Oklahoma, in Muskogee. So no, I, yeah, we got. Yeah. You never know. That's quite a family <laughs> history. Oh yeah. Oklahoma? Oh yeah. It's a wow. sad ass state though. Oh yeah. I yeah. Mean, just, yeah. Growing up in Oklahoma though leads to great jokes. <laughs> I grew up in Lone That's Grove. That's right. You told me and that. And I have night. wonderful jokes about Lone Grove that are really hidden. Yeah. With people in Lone Grove? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I also have jokes about what it's like to go back now that I have a YouTube channel and they've seen the jokes. Oh. <laughs> yes. How many stoplights do they have there now? Last like Now. Now? How one. many? Still one. one? They, they still do not need to use it all the time. Just when the kids one are coming stoplight. to and from hour. school <laughs> and Rush Friday hour. night games and stuff. Anything How many going people? on at the high school? 400 people? Uh, 4,000. 4,000 people. Okay. So have, here's, here's one. Saratoga Springs in Wyoming. So 40 years ago, they had a parade when they had the stoplight installed, and it, the whole town came out. We went through there two years ago, um, a little bit of revival tour for my father-in-law, and two years before that, they took it out because there wasn't enough traffic. Wow. My gosh. That's Damn. so much of America, too, or well the United States, excuse me. Well, but, and, but we don't have any room to take refugees. No. And now, and now we certainly don't. Because You're making 2040 come too, too. Well, uh, I mean, close and, and what, remember when uh, we were talking about this before about the the border stuff and Trump and that he's trying to. He doesn't like brown it, or black he's people. He's trying to shut everything down and yeah. using this is just this new coronavirus. I feel like it's not even really that big of a threat, but it's an opportunity for our current racist administration to find another way to have trade embargoes and embargoes against other places. So now we can say, oh, you know, we didn't take any fo- of the four million Syrian refugees because they're diseased and scary and they're going to kill Americans. So and it's like, brown. but look how much space we have. Well, like, why can't we, like, give some people cancer? Because they're not from Denmark. I That's had, why. I just don't. They're not from Norway. But when does the, when does the world become global to the point where we have to 
we have to share because we have so much to share. We have a lot of land. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of places like if you go to places like you say, like Wyoming or fucking Kansas. Who the fuck lives in Kansas? I actually have family in Kansas. Yeah, but but that's but, the but there's so much. Space. But like when driving through these states, literally, there's so much. Like I'm not saying build a town in every small plot that you see, but there's so much. Like a lot, there's towns that are dying because there's no one left, or it's because the opioids. And let's which get that's, some that's actually killing a lot of small towns. I say let's get some Burmese motherfuckers in here, have some good food. Let's like energize Kansas. And Wyoming with some like badass West Virginia, right? Like let's bring in some. Not that food is the only thing they can bring. I'm sure that there's tons and tons of gifts. Well, let's, are we okay? But it, the, your trash, your trash. Oh, it's, it's fine. It's just Victoria. It's, it's cans. Fine. It's can time. But I mean, the fact of the matter is just like you know, that's that fear of the 2040. It's coming too soon for a lot of people. I feel like this whole Corona thing is just a a big excuse for us to employ more racist policies against immigrants. Am I I an insane person? Like, am I coming out of left field with that? I think you might find that it's going to be the first time with the timing of it, because this is just the start of it. You have to bear in mind this is based off flu. This is a COVID virus. And so this will this won't really start gaining traction until the fall, or fall. Or the yeah. fall. At which an point election. You're in, and the, you've got an election, and guess what? You're going to have both sides of the house saying, "We're going to do health care," because they don't have a choice. Because this is going to kill the voters they have and the voters they want. It, this could actually be the. This could actually Ooh, force things. If you were if you old white people vote. And all oh, white yeah. people are going to get killed by this. Well, and so both parties are going to say, we got you. <laughs> you think? I don't know. I don't know. Because yeah, they're I, also paid for, you know? like I think it's going to go malicious style. I think it's going to go shut down, quarantine, malicious style, super takeover, uh, post-apocalyptic craziness. You really think shut it's going to go that far? <laughs> yeah, I do. So why has London Breed not done that already? <laughs> oh, she well, she's already declared the state of emergency here and said that everyone's on like high alert. But um, it's going to be the lo- I think it's going to be the larger scale government that comes in and puts everything on lockdown. I, uh, this background music makes me. It sounds makes very is it ominous. No, yeah, it's yeah. very spooky. Spooky. Forty five. The one dude in the White House has been, uh, s- you know, at his like uh, cult rallies. Uh, basically saying like you know it'll just go away you know it'll just fade away and the democrats are like coming out and scaring people with the coronavirus and it's just like no actually this is if you it's not a smart move to like do this during an election year because there could be a chance that he leaves i don't think if (coughs) biden makes the um if he becomes the bid, I don't think, I think uh, nothing really uh, another four years it says it's not a big deal. Like gag ordering the entire like top if, officials if, for if healthcare. If Biden God. gets it and, and he doesn't win, it's because the Bernie people just said, fuck it. Yeah. And at which point true. it's on them. You know what? If you want and if you think this four years was fun, oh, the next four, fucked. he has no controls. The lead is off. Yeah, he's it, so if it's if, a free for all. If if the left wants to, if the left want to just say, oh, we we didn't get our person, we're taking our toys home. That's it's like, all right, well, that's what happened last time because you said, uh, no, we're fully for women, but we're not fucking voting for one. Uh, that that's a line. Yeah, yeah it's very childish. 
But I mean, this is like a point that peop- both parties could won and win on. But the fact that now that you have 45, he's just so such an imbecile. You know, it'll just go away. And now he's uh, he's making Mike Pence. Uh, he's like, I'm going to move this over to Mike Pence now. Yeah, the and guy b- who doesn't believe in science. Well, no, right. that, let's get the Christian guy who doesn't believe in dinosaurs. That, if you know anything about Mike Pence, which he was the governor of Indiana. He made I- HIV a comeback. Oh he my totally God. did. Yeah, there was there was uh, when his last years of being governor of Indiana, uh, there was a hep- uh, hep- uh, hepatitis C mm-hmm. outbreak. And then it turned into like the HIV. Well, that absolutely yeah. makes sense because Christians advocate abstinence, and those dirty whores were all fucking, and therefore well, they was all I, got it HIV. It's also with uh, sharing needles as well. Right, because dirty drug addicts have a problem, and if they find their way to Christ, they could be okay. So we're like basically we're headed for a downfall. I think so. <laughs> I see it ends. falling apart. Yeah, I, I'm scared. I'm not. I'm just gonna be content. I can't even be mad well, anymore. And, and, if I'm, gonna die, gone. if I'm gonna die, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. Like I, I'll, th- I'll know when it. Ha- I've, ar- I've lived 45 far, years. Though. I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ready to die. Some yet. people are gonna die of Corona. <laughs> some people aren't. I'm either gonna die or I'm not gonna die. It's either a real thing or it's not. No, the I better die sucks. having a Corona. Yeah, not, there we go. Not fucking like having. Lime no. or no lime? Are Ooh, you like fucking a lime? Lime? Yeah. Oh yeah, it tastes like piss without it. Hey, some people are into that. Water water sports. Uh, sports. Apparently our president could do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to see that tape. Actually, I don't know. I would like to see that tape. Yeah, I guess. I I totally would. I'm I'm a pervert. I mean, I just want to see his little mushroom penis so I can point and laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) Oh. It's like mushrooms, but. It's like. Oh, it sounds so cute. (laughs) It's really adorable. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. well, what, I don't. I, every nothing is real. Everything is fake. Trump's <laughs> gonna win again. <laughs> we, we have no hey, control. Really I'm existential with Pam right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this chair really even here? Don't yeah. keep. Are we on a podcast? We do you smoking? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Someone yeah. please get some sativa. Debbie, get Debbie the sativa. Down. She needs something this better. Is she's the, just well, trying no, to get on the, the side key, of the nihilist the so she can also be winning. I've always been. I've always been a nihilist. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Uh, no, I guess maybe it does. Did everybody vote yesterday? Yes. I mailed in my ballot Good as I was going to be here. here. <laughs> I'm from Ohio. We didn't have to vote yesterday. Yeah, when do you guys vote? Uh, it's coming St. up. Patrick's Day. Okay, it's coming up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are oh, you going to make it to the polls, do you think? I'm in the that? Green Party, so it didn't I, I matter. Bet you, I bet you you're gonna ba- you guys are going to have a bunch of voter suppression. You're in Cleveland, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Help, help. I'm being yeah. suppressed. Yeah. Yeah, who, I'm, I'm from a swing state. Who knows what's going to come out of my mouth? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, we didn't bet you before you yeah. got in here. He's from Cleveland. He's cool. It's That's Cincinnati cool. you have to give the side eye to. One of the to. Bernie Buds or whatever they're called. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Bernie Buddies. Bernie, Bernie Buddies. That's what I want to call them. <laughs> Cute. Were they called bros? Bros. Bernie bros. Bernie bros. bros. Which is misgendering a lot of Bernie supporters. Like but no, but Cleveland, Cleveland's like a democratic city anyway. But yeah. Hey, can I ask you a question, LaToya, about... Um, uh, Flavor Flav getting axed out of Public oh, Enemy. Oh, that hurts my heart. Right? Isn't okay. that kind of fucked up? Okay, so um, sad news this week, too, if I you're mean, just a hip-hop we were in, Yeah, if you were in the Bernie Bros camp, like, I'm very conflicted about that because that seems kind of sh- sad I, that Okay, so there's Public controversy with uh, Public Enemy and the fact that Chuck D, he's been going around at the Bernie rallies 
and he's going as Public Enemy Radio, not Public Enemy. And so Flavor Flav, we I don't know how he swings politically. Like a cease and desist. Yeah, he yeah. said the cease and desist because of Public Enemy. Yeah, and you know. You can't have pu- public enemy without Chuck D and Flavor Flav. So basically, Chuck D is like, you know, I've had enough of this shenanigans. And so basically, he kicked uh, Flavor Flav out of public enemy. Wow. And now the joke is th- the fact that um, public enemy broke up because of a white dude, Bernie. Because ah. if, you, if you guys listen to public enemy, it's very militant and it's yeah. great fucking music. Um but the fact of the matter that Chuck D had been, you know, he's been playing some of the songs at the Bernie rallies. And because Public Enemy is, that's his name. But also Two Flavor Flav is part of the group. But Flavor Flav doesn't support Bernie. He's such a capitalist because of his Flavor of Love show. Yeah. And, well, and this is very, and here's yeah. the ironic thing about that. I'm glad you mentioned that. Because a lot of PE fans, Public Enemy, have said that the value of Public Enemy has went down because of the fact because that... Because of Flavor of, of Love. Of Flavor yeah. of Love. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like, now it's like, when you listen to it, can you take it seriously when you hear Flavor Flav no. as to like the, I, what the mesh is? I rewatched some of that recently. Like, talk about... like Brilliant. I, the Bachelor kind of turns my stomach, and I watch Flavor Flav. And that and was, and was before like, The Bachelor, oh, so man. that was what kicked off The Bachelor. And by the way, I did watch Flavor of Love, and I was like, <laughs> I... I, I, I just lost my black card oh, because yeah. it, I'm just like it is like some, it is like a minstrel show yeah. and oh, yeah. but yeah. the thing is Flavor Flav is actually really intelligent and he knows how to play a bunch of instruments it's a it's a whole character that he plays okay. but the fact that that's know, what he's putting out he's, yeah, yeah I mean, the other the other he's guy because he's a capitalist yeah. if he plays his character he's gonna make money off this character yeah. Right, and then maybe it's the fact that he doesn't want to be associated with Bernie Sanders. I don't know. They didn't. The articles I've read about it, they haven't gotten in into the meat of that. So part. it's it's that what what I've been saying for a long time is we used to divide among race, and now in America we're dividing on class, and class comes down to there's the rich and there's the poor, and people that have money are entitled and worth things, and they're important and they have value. Well, they both got money, but. But it, it's, it's but flavor flavor now is one of the haves. Yeah, and I mean he doesn't want to be. Well, he doesn't want to spread the have not. I wonder about that image. though, because I mean, isn't Public Enemy about like just not having any leaders, like just no? Like, it's about having leaders, and it's a, a the, their music is about black empowerment, and it, it talks about like the suffering of the black woman, the black man, and what has society and the the trickery of politics mm, and what they yeah. do, and then also economically being suppressed and it, there's just so much like that is one of my favorite true i'm hip-hop groups and but with chuck d you know and i i have mad respect for him because he sees like what bernie is trying to do and he also he's following the fact of like you know don't believe the hype yes don't believe the hype and like with following these established candidates because they're not going to do anything for you. They're just going to fatten their pockets. And with this guy over here, who just became a millionaire just because he sold some fucking books, who's been consistent the whole time, and who at least, you know, was part of a movement that helped uh, us in the culture, or at least put it, had a handprint in it. You know, this guy over this guy, 
who was best friends with Strom Thurmond. Bernie may be the only man in history who's ever made a million dollars on acid. Right. right. Um, yeah, he, he did become. Wanna, a, he still wanted to just put his ideas across and put out, you know, his his words, and then all of a sudden, this his ideas are making him money, and all really of a sudden, popular. we should be mad about it. Like it's right. And the thing is, like, it's not unrealistic. I've been having uh, spats with my relatives who are Biden people, and they're older, and I see what they're saying, and I still have questions about. I give Bernie the side eye about a couple of things reparations and also i need to know facts and how we're going to pay for a lot of this stuff too i need notes i need something i can't just go on words but for right now I, you're you're my dude um but you know with the biden people like you know i think the reason why the black vote went to biden because that's what basically happened yeah. is because they associate the fact of the obama, oh, the obama effect yeah and I'm like, no, it's no. not the same dude. <laughs> and even Obama could have did better his second Do you term. Do feel like a lot of people with Biden, it's more of like the double you know more so than... It's that. It's yeah. that on top of the Obama effect, on top of he's an established Democrat. That never would have occurred to me. their mind around this new oh, definition no. of socialism. Which the, we already have. I, I, I Sometimes I feel like as socialists, we've done a poor job of communicating what our idea of what socialism is because it's not like the red scare or no it's not it's democratic so and that's exactly and that's what just grinds my gears because well, it's, the, it's the green new deal it's it's a great it's a great four pillar program we've gone through it in the past it's and by forgiving student loan debt right we can remove it's the, the new of version of the new deal hope again for the future yeah that they don't have to be caught in this crazy that they all of that, the forgiveness of loans, the it's, it's universal a start over. healthcare. It's a, right, it's a restart over, just like what uh, uh, Roosevelt programs. did to help with the depression. It's a restart, it's a pause, and let's start over again, new plan to get people out of these because economic uh, depression. Because if we can forgive the fucking banks, if we can, after the the Which dot bomb welfare. of 2008. If we can forgive every single, oh, so we just take the houses away from the people, but then we give the banks all back their money. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's Who lost? Who like lost here? Money. They oversold. Yeah, yeah the taxpayer. So, so that's socialism. So we took the people's money and we it's gave it to the banks? What the fuck kind of socialism is this? Is capital socialism. This is my socialist rant of the motherfucking day. They took all go. of, they, they forced people into getting the biggest loans that they could because those people were making money off the loans. And, and they were like, tricking they're people. They're like, sell, 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 because they think they did the thing with the government so you get low interest loans, so get a loan, get as big a house as you can. Well, you can get a little bigger of a house. Don't worry, everything's gonna be great. You have this job. Oh, and then they lose the job, and then they have the thing, and then their house is foreclosed on. And then everyone's house is foreclosed on, and everyone loses money, except the banks. The banks get that house. Oh, we had to sell it for this much, but then we got covered for the rest. And who loses? All of us. And who paid for us? Us. But and where is our fucking health care? And where is our housing? They took it away from us. Well, well also, Gave too, to with those loans that you're talking about in 08, a lot of people were tricked and lied to. Yeah. And a lot of those people, that that that's what basically what happened. They were tricked and lied to because other people made money off how uh, much exactly, loans. Exactly. And a lot of those people did not go to jail. Did not go to Yeah. Uh, where did the jail people well, it's like the same people who are misunderstanding socialism, and there's like a lot of money backing people to misunderstand socialism. Exactly. Are the same people who are like, coronavirus is from beer. Like, right. it's, it's those people. Yeah. It's that 38%. Mm -hmm. You can you can thank Nixon for this. He's the one that he 
Nixon, I, yes. Nixon, not because of his politics, but because he reduced the education Patience. budget exactly. and nobody noticed. He sure and, did. And, and, and you, unfortunately, I'm sorry the British guy's telling you this, but <laughs> you've, been, you've, been, you've been getting dumber for 50 years. Exactly. To the point where Facebook just said, hold on, we can finish this. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it was, it, and also we compounded it in 2000 with No Child Left Behind, and it was a systematic mm-hmm. calling of critical thought from our education yeah. system. I was teaching in the system at the time, and I quit teaching because I saw what they were doing. And they were teaching to the test, and they weren't, they literally took critical thought away. I was teaching English, and I was like, we're gonna read these books. And they're like, no, we have this test coming up, and we need to do these and vocabulary. And we'll lose funding if we don't exactly. teach yeah. the test. It's pretty, like, education down a barrel of a Gross. gun, which is also a big problem. It, but nobody literally. was learning. They were all, mem- they weren't even memorized. It was like, it was that weird time before you could just look up whatever you want on your phone, which makes us dumber because no one actually has to learn anything or commit things right. to memory. So if you don't have anything to base any critical thought off of, then you have no critical thought because all you have is just a constant imbibement of images and nothing sticks. So you're not a real person. You've never created your own idea of what's right or wrong and how to judge what you're seeing against some kind of compass because there's no compass because a compass is constantly moving because it's just image, 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 image. And we did that on purpose. I saw it. I saw it in 2001, and I got out of the education system because I was like, I can't be a part of this. Responsibility to educate their children as well as the school. It's not. Oh, an outsour- absolutely. It's not an outsourcing arrangement. Well, it's it not kind of. School is the most important. I think. I think. I definitely believe it starts at home. That's that's point blank period. But then again, you got a lot of stupid so-called parents. Well, but I then mean, again, everyone has to work in order to survive, to have a job, to have. So you never get to spend time with your kids because yeah. who's allowed that's to stay at home too. and raise the I kids? I think I think it's a worse factor now because, like, I mean, I was born in the '80s, and like my parents, I'm a child of divorce, but my mom would at least try to make time, maybe on the weekends, to do something scholastic with me, because she was working, and. Uh, I wouldn't see her till 11 at night, Aww. you know, but she, she would try to show up when she could, from her, you know, what, ha- what have you. But I do see parents now that aren't invested in anything right. that their kids, I'm not saying all, yeah. but I'm just saying that now, and I'm talking about those at a certain economic distress. Yeah, like, well, parents who are working three jobs for less and less money, right. they don't get to hang out with you their kids. You don't get kids. to hang out with That's the kids. I spend more time with kids in, like, my preschool classroom or as a nanny than their parents do. Like, on the weekends, if it's over 45 hours, I am with your kids more than you are. Because they try to provide. Yeah. 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 They yeah. try my, to provide. My, my kid does refer to my – we have a nanny. I'm sorry. I, I work. I'm, I'm I a will. nanny. That's fine. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've I want been one. a nanny. My, my kid <laughs> refers to uh, my nanny's – Young son, uh, as uh, Tulago, which is Filipino for brother. Aww, that's awesome. Um, and that that that's how it is. And she yeah. spends more time with, you know, me and my wife. My, my wife uh, is studying. She wants to make a better life for the kids. She wants. She yeah. she gets her PhD in a couple of months' time. That's yeah, awesome. I just wish you know. like people were paid more, so you you know you could pick your kid up at like three o'clock in the afternoon right. versus you know right, seven exactly. o'clock at or night. eleven o'clock at night. Like yeah. so you can have oh, more. Yeah. Everybody wants more time. Oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. That the the, sing, the 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 single mom lady I talked about before. Mm-hmm. We learned all the tricks about arranging childcare from her. Oh, yeah. She served as an education. Oh yeah. So <laughs> we have we have a gym membership which includes kitty care for up to four hours. And the nanny, and then after club as well. Oh, and that's at nice. some point, the kid comes home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. It might be tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, I gotta check. I gotta check the yeah, calendar. Yeah, you gotta s- 
poke the. See, this is why if I do have a a, a little spawn. Um, a fuck face, you called it I was trying to clean it up <laughs> just in case my future right. other one hears me. Yeah. Um, I would have to have money to have a little bit more yeah. dough to have a nanny. And nannies, I would pay, like, I w- of course it wouldn't probably be an everyday thing, but I would have to get a nanny. Yeah, I said it's that. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, the low, I love the having low rate is the low rate is twenty bucks an hour for one kid. An SD, and that, and yeah. That is and probably an SF too. So that's cash. That's so cash. That's actually thirty dollars an hour, and it's cash. So even as you know, white people can't <laughs> get a tax credit on it or yeah. write it off because if I put my social, if I put my nanny social number on that, first of all, she'd have to have one. Second, but um. No, I mean, but second of all, she gets Medi-Cal, so she can't oh. actually earn money because... Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. And that's just to make it affordable. For, uh, we're in a relationship. She needs the cash. Right. I need my kid to be looked after so I can make the cash so my wife doesn't go mad because like, the three-year-olds are... <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't translate to radio too well. But, you know, <laughs> kids probably calling... It, you know what? My, I got dumb, like, the kid can both call CPS and yeah. INS. I'm double-fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, take him. He did bad things. <laughs> He's not a citizen. <laughs> oh, Get man. rid of his damn ass. <laughs> I'll help you build a wall with my Lego. We have about 15 minutes left here on the Altcast for the special Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival Very 2020. Special. I'm joined by Jeremy Demery and John Garside and Maggie O'Neill and Billy Joe Gillespie's hanging out. Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, as always, is here. Uh, where 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 are we with the new? What's the scariest thing? Uh, so from last night, Biden got uh, the majority of the states. Uh, we know Bernie got California. Uh, it was close in Texas though, but Biden got that. Um, I'm sure. I haven't been reading the news today. I just read that part. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got I, today. Well, I got so drunk last night. I took my contact lenses out and put them in my cousin's contact lens like carrier, like over her contact lenses. Oh. And I was like, hey. Sorry. And she was like, I would say it happens, but that's never happened to me <laughs> ever before. That only happens to you, Maddie. You're like, I couldn't see. I, I can't see. But yeah, I was yeah. super anxious. I was like, why did I get so drunk last night? Oh, because I'm terrified of yeah. the political state. It's, yeah. Oh. I, I, think, I think I'm going to take a break for a moment. I've been, it's it's getting stressful. Yeah. So Bernie's not going to be the Democratic. We don't know yet. I mean, we it's have a lot of delegates. If you get California... You can, you can. But kind Biden of got more than Biden got twenty percent, so yeah. he's still going to get proportion. He's not Bernie's not going to get all five hundred and fifty-five. Biden. Uh, yeah. So is he going to run on his own? He gets a percentage. I'm not sure. The he question is, is he going to play? It's what game does he want to play? And I'm sorry, yeah. I'm I'm support Bernie's policies. I'm a European. I was raised yeah. under many of them. Oh no, yeah. you got the NHS. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and my yeah, boyfriend's and, and from uh, Bristol, so. And, you know, oh. in the Olympics, at the closing ceremony, we did a 15-minute song and dance about routine the, yeah. with about kids NHS? on bouncing beds about the National Health, Health Service. Service. That Jonathan's trying to cut. Yeah, colonialism and the NHS, the two good things. You might disagree about one of them. But <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> be, careful, be careful with those Tories, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I was I was one of Margaret. I was one of Thatcher's kids. Um, back home, I'm considered conservative with a capital C. Ooh, you shouldn't tell that my, to my, tell that to my boyfriend. Yeah, but here <laughs> I'm considered a communist. That's yeah. the, you know, that's oh, the, oh, right. It's huh. a variant of degrees, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, perspective for being sure. Half Arab and half Native American. The only thing that we're afraid of in my household is being 
Word. I get right. two big strong men. I get. I get good price for you. You. Uh, we go down Maiden's Lane. I get good price for you. You're strong. Trauma. I would never have thought that that was your ethnic mix. Yeah, it's so cool. Typical white guy most of the time. Yeah, but so that what a cool Cleveland. mix. Yeah. Native American. Native American. And what? What's the uh, Persian? What are you? Native American mm-hmm. and then uh, Lebanese. 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 I'm, I'm Irish. Arya. If you couldn't tell. Arya. Maggie O'Neill. Maggie O'Neill. I can't believe it. No. My and great, again, sorry. My grandfather came from <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Really? His name was Sip Lee. You and I are yeah. practically cousins. We're both yeah. cousins. Uh, Lebanese. I knew I liked you. I knew I liked you for a reason. I'm Irish too. Oh, um, Irish. Our our surname was Horan. It's per, it's spelled H O R A N. And I always thought it was Haran or H A R A N. I always thought it was pronounced Haran. Oh, they don't follow any rules for pronunciation and it's Gaelic. It's crazy. Horan. So I've always been a Horan. Horan. Yeah, but I like that because it's like I've been Horan around for a while now. Huh? <laughs> but it's H A R A N. How we do? Wait, so you guys are just Irish? Uh, Come on, lay it on the table. Uh, Irish. Da- I have some Danish. I mean, I've never gotten tested or anything because it just seems like a waste of money. (laughs) (laughs) Red red hair. Most of my family is either redhead or toe-headed. So I pretty much know it's all Ireland and Northern European. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm all that Northern stuff. I got some Russian Jew in me. That's, That's where the Benjamin comes from. Yeah, yeah. Originally Rakovsky. Yeah, they changed the name at Ellis Island because uh, Rakovsky was too Jewy, but Benjamin, no problem <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> really? You're really, like those old you're really un-Jewed names. it there, guys. <laughs> you're really figured it out. They did it so many times that it all of a sudden became that again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> went right back. Good, we got all the ethnicity all stuff the ethnicity. out of the yeah, way at the bottom of the hour. You don't have to be racist <laughs> against each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the thing is, everyone, even just what we were doing that's racist but it's not bigotrous so that's, that's the thing is that we're all racist everyone's like racism's bad racist but racism is a thing that we can all acknowledge because that's what's happening but it's bigotry that's the problem like racism. i can say you're irish that's yeah. racist i'm talking about your race I, mean, I don't think it's racist that's for not white racist. people it's yeah it's, it's definitely it's not, not it's not it's not racist Right. It's yeah. making, which I think yeah. is Yeah, it's not racism. racism. Oh, oh, I see. So yeah. racist is the... So yeah. we talk about racism <laughs> all the time, but only some people are have bigotry in their hearts, and that makes them racist. And well, just like a person that is like a minority like myself or even you, I, we can't be racist because we are not the majority. Yeah. That is... The, if you read... And I always like to tell white people that like, oh, those black people being racist. I'm like, no, they're being bigots. We're not allowed. <laughs> no, no, We're no. not allowed that <laughs> Do word. Do you bring your whiteboard along? Yeah. <laughs> if you'll uh, see here on my diagram. Like, oh, no, we can be bigots, but can't be racist. Yeah. Because it's, it's just like one of the, like, I like to always put up the definition of racism, and I actually had to reread it myself to make sure, yeah, I was right. That's what I thought. So 
So yeah. It's so it's when the larger population subjugates the smaller population because of the. That's why we say minorities. Minorities. Aha. Yeah. Uh-huh. So even minority is a pejorative term, saying that one is somehow lesser than or that they're a minority. I. That's why they. We started to say people of color. Sure. In sure. which now. I'm starting to back away from that word because people of color that mean that engulfs us into we you know we each individual in, in uh, the demographic of people of color have a need of something if you lump us all together each individual demographic is not going to get what this demographic needs for that's example. what we want <laughs> <laughs> well no you're like, right for, is the, that for example like a lot of like latinos it, more on the mexican side not puerto ricans because they are american um are they're looking at immigration what have you that's something that need that's uh, a factor in the uh, latinx community that's not a factor that's in the black community sure black community is more about uh, our, we need our social economic as right. well as the Latin community and then in like in a lot of the Arab community they're also suffering bigotry because white supremacy as well but also to immigration is also a factor in their well and it's a different it's yeah. a different thing because they have immigration and you had slavery so when you put all people of color together oh, wait, wait, well, you negate the black experience by saying that like Mexicans did not have immigration they were still right so California. we stole yeah, we're, we're yeah. on we're on there. there. We're yeah. in Mexico. Yeah. Sure. But with the but so and that <laughs> and so that experience but that experience is different. And if you lump all people of color together, then you negate the black experience of being brought over by slavery and you say that yeah. that, that that issue Everyone is different each than each demographic has what's a different the, experience. What's the native uh, American tribe here? It's like the Ohlone? Is that oh, they were a who, lot in California. Yeah. Yeah. Well in like San Francisco in particular, isn't it the Ohlone? Yeah. Yeah. I should know that. Ohlone oh, and uh, um back check. Uh, it's it's uh, so, so, uh, damn it. one of the towns of Napa is named after them, not Sonoma. Um. Well, on Mount Diablo, there's cool Indian caves, and you can go and hang out and go. Oh. You gotta go yeah. up to Mount Diablo, and you do the shrooms, that, and you walk is around. Is that over in the caves. like by the military bunker, like on the other side of the bridge? Or uh, is that yeah, it's other it's side of that bridge. It's the, literally is the biggest mountain. You oh, can okay. see it from here too in yeah. San Francisco. You can see it, but it's over. Yeah. You can see I the weather. Historical you can see the weather station on the top of oh, okay. It's how we know Which, when the rain's um, coming. Which tribe was it where the women just got tired of being raped by the priests and just attacked the whole mission? Oh, all I tribes. don't, I don't remember. Yeah, all all tri- tri- okay. I think all all tribes. that happened yes. a couple of okay. times. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I think that's, I think that's great. That's not though. very I, Christ-like I, of. Uh, <laughs> Everyone involved. I'm not being. I gotta, I gotta look that one that up. That could have been that. Fremont on Thursday. Because <laughs> um. now, because being raised Catholic too, now I'm definitely interested. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The church has a history of taking it when we taken over people's well, land. I, 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 I'm a, I have a lot of white guilt. I was just thinking about this <laughs> on the bus ride over for no reason in particular. It just popped into my brain, but. I think that's one of the big reasons Catholics today are so against like birth control and abortion because back in the day, if you had a ton of kids, you couldn't feed them all. So like your 13th, 14th, 15th kid would go work, um, you know, they'd go into the church and like that's how they would get fed is through the church's, you know, industry. So it makes sense that that might be a holdover from today that they're like, no birth control. Like, well, that's not really how the world works anymore. 
Sal. Or Every sperm is sacred. Yeah. I was going to say, let's, the first, time, first time we met, we were singing that song. And that oh, was. <laughs> it's Monty that. Python, and there, there's all the these meaning children. Meaning of life. It, it, that's that's it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, children. We can't keep you. We're selling you for medical experiments. <laughs> what about the orphanage? Nope. We nope. need the money as well. Nope. Medical experiments is how it has to be. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that the, the answer is ab abortion is fine. I have a bunch yep. of abortion <laughs> jokes, and it, honestly, I feel like I've made – they were positive decisions in my life. If I had a five-year-old right now, I would not be doing Boo, a mutiny radio yeah. comedy festival. <laughs> not a child-friendly space. At the park. Sharp corners yeah. everywhere. What's the difference – this is a good nanny joke. What's the difference between a mommy and a nanny at the park? What's that? There's no difference. They're both on their cell phones. <laughs> uh, like, no one is paying attention I to the kids. I watch them when we're outside. No, I, I do. I do. <laughs> and then I go, even the dogs have cell phones. But no, yeah. I actually do watch the kids. I watch. I always interact with the If they're paying me money – I will be the best. And people always tell me, like, you're a great mommy. And I'm just like, because I'm like, yeah. you can see I love this child. Yeah. But And I take it. I take that compliment. I'm like, thank you. Thanks. I am the mommy. Yeah. I'm the no need I to check. Yeah, no need to <laughs> check. But I'll take the compliment. I don't care. It's nice of them to say. But yeah. if you're paying me 20 to 25 bucks an hour to take care of your kid, yeah, I'm going to make that child the That's Priority. what I'm doing. I'm not going to be drunk. Might be a little high. Definitely. <laughs> oh, you gotta be high. So my <laughs> okay. If you had a five-year-old, you would be doing this right now in the same room, and she would be there, and you'd be smoking weed, and she'd probably be called Corona. Corona. <laughs> I would. I, I would. Corey, and, for and, sure. And, and 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 she would be the sweetest. I'm going with a she because that's all I know these days. But <laughs> once you've had a daughter, you don't want to have a son. You worked out. Mm. This, this didn't fuck up as bad as a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna risk this. She would be sweet, and you would be you. It, Ch children don't change people as much as we think. They change. They change your outcome. I I, d yeah. I don't. I think that having a baby completely changed every aspect of your life. You have to. April take was them giving a jerk off motion that yeah, entire exactly. time. That entire yeah, time. I. I mean, if I had a kid, it would be. It would be the worst. Here's the first thing that would happen. Uh, accidentally, that child would grow up knowing that. Mommy always wanted to be something, but you came along, and so she never got to reach all of her goals. I don't ever and think I, about that about my I parents. No, 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 but I, <laughs> I, I'm sure that my parents. Well, my mom lived her goals vicariously through me for many years, which is why I was so unhappy. Oh, okay. And then when I negated that, our relationship kind of schismed. Oh, surprise! Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't living the life you wanted that you trained me for. I'm sorry that I'm I. I can sorry, answer mommy. some of this. Yeah. Um, my life. My goals did get pretty much put on hold once I got pregnant. Yeah. I do not blame my children for not for things paths not taken. I love my kids and I'm thankful for them. Yeah. For the life we've had. Yeah. But as soon as they were in high school, <laughs> it was time to start comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. That's now awesome. they they are raised. I, I, I attempted the responsible route, kind of failed, but attempted, you know, <laughs> and uh, now that they were young adults, it was time to... Mommy can be free a little bit. It, w it, was, it was time to get back to my goals. Yeah. Sure, sure. You know, I had put it off for, for 21 years, but hey, I was back at it. Yeah, gotcha. That's awesome. Well, I, you know, and I was, I was making those, I was thinking of those choices. I was, I was married back in the day, and I was thinking about having kids and all that stuff. But I honestly, 
if I didn't have my master's degree, I, I honestly, I told my ex-husband at the time, I was like, I can't have kids until I have my master's degrees because if I don't, I'm never going to get them. And then I'm going to always think that this is this kid's fault. And even if I never say it out loud, mm-hmm. I'm still going to, that's going to be Many there. Many women feel that way. And yeah. then I'm going to be a shitty mom because I'm going to be like, you know what, you little motherfucker? <laughs> could have been something if it wasn't for you. And I didn't want to put that on anybody. Yeah. And also, I love alcohol. So <laughs> I, I've been dr- my entire 30s, like I've, I've been sober the past 33 days now. And uh, there we go. Congratulations. Yay, whatever. Thank Good you. Job. It's the longest I've ever gone without alcohol. I love drinking. And I knew that I couldn't have kids and love drinking because I can never yeah. be around kids when I'm drinking. You have to be not drinking for almost a year if you yeah. get pregnant. Exactly. I don't know. My, mom's, my mom always says the best thing to pair with red wine is child negligence. <laughs> it's a crying baby. Yeah. She like throw that into pillows. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. My my wife my wife found out she was pregnant after she'd gone without drinking for a while, and found out she was pregnant while she was absolutely wasted on martinis. <gasps> no, and, oh, and they're so fine, small. Right? They're and just every cells time at that the point. kid does something stupid, you don't believe it. Nice. Do you bring that up in like when you guys are discussing parenting choices you might disagree on? Are you are you ever do you ever throw <laughs> you that in that face? Do you like, use that shade? Well, you got drunk in December of 2018, and now <laughs> look at our however. You don't know how marriage works. Do no, you? no, <laughs> super single. Super <laughs> 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 I'm, sing, I'm, I'm, sing. Mi- I'm married, and I don't know how marriage works. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm divorced, and I know exactly how so marriage works. So, so <laughs> I play so a wife I on come TV. Out, I do comedy, and I go back, and I shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> the <laughs> um, perfect husband. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, I decided not to have kids because I do like to drink a lot, and I wanted to live my life yeah. and have fun, and I but like to do what? that. And that's very responsible because that's so to me, it's like that's, that's what. Yeah, yeah th- I think that's an awesome choice. I wish more people would do that. Right. Yeah. Like, because there's so many assholes that you don't deserve this. Like, you don't. Like, mm-hmm. like some of the horrible parent, like I have the I have the punchline to one of my jokes, and it's a true story, and it happened in San Diego. One of the punchlines to my jokes is, uh, you know, I, hey America, you got to keep abortions if you if you take them away. Like I'm gonna need some new tools to drill some holes in my boyfriend's trunk so the baby can breathe in the car wow. while we're hanging out Ooh, in the bar. That's risque. Right? <laughs> so, but it really happened. It happened in Ocean Beach. What? A woman was arrested oh, because she Jesus put her baby. Christ in the trunk of her car with a sleeping bag. No. And she was drinking, and it's a bar that I saw bands at she and drank it all the it time. She in the trunk? In yeah. the trunk. Does the baby survive? The baby survived. Wait, this is something you're not meant to do? No. Yeah. <laughs> Stop <laughs> doing this immediately. <laughs> You've been doing <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> she got it. We call it camping. <laughs> yeah, call it exactly. camping. <laughs> Urban camping with a, well, that uh, and so the joke is like you know. So she wait, sh- remind me. So she drilled a hole. She had holes drilled in her trunk, <laughs> so that the child, the, dark the child was laying, taking a nap. The child was napping, in the trunk in a sleep with a s- in a sleeping bag, and that was like I guess a normal thing that she did all the time. So she, she goes to she the bar, and so when she was getting arrested, because her car was right in front of the oh bar, because she drink at the bar and then drive home, get the baby, get the child. It wasn't a baby, it was a child get the child out of the trunk and put them in the car but the child hung out in the car while she was hanging at the bar 
And so the police came, and um, she, she, her excuse was, and it was in the paper and everything, yeah. her excuse was, I can't afford a babysitter. What am I supposed to do? But you can afford a bar tab? Like, that's <laughs> uh, insane. Again, like, you don't have kids. You don't understand. <laughs> that's <laughs> a high In some I cultures, this is called mothering. So far, yeah. <laughs> so far, nothing you said sounds wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm... I, I, I don't, it, there's a shared it's experience like part that's missing from this. That Somebody go check his trunk right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be babies in the Damn. So that joke, it's a punchline, but it's based off a real true yeah. story from was San Diego. Was that like Diego. an OB? Like, it, was an OB, an OB? it was an OB yeah. bar, and I remember it's it's the one that looks like, it almost looks like a hollowed out barn kind of thing. O- like uh, you uh, go we're saying in Ocean Beach. The the yeah, that's the, the, the li- local lingo. Not the tampon. No, 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 no. Yeah, but it's in Ocean Beach, and it's, it's a big, it has a stage at the front and it has a door over there and the bar is in the very back, but it's a big, long, and you've got like a like a um, concrete floor. Mm-hmm. It's just pretty big and open all the way around. Yeah. And, and I can't remember parking. what it's called. I want to say the Riptide, but I know now it's not. Uh, baby in your trunk now is just unsold comedy albums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it's you flyers go. for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. She was Merch is the only way, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah merch is the only way. <laughs> when, when that baby grows up, we make it all the way across the nation without running out of gas. <laughs> so, so she was looking for another baby's daddy then, probably. Probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm can't sure. blame her. <laughs> she need to make that babysitter money. <laughs> if, only, if only sex work was legal. <laughs> no, I shouldn't. Uh, hey, this has been uh, the AltaCast. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm Latoya, the sheriff of Truth, Billy Joe Gillespie, Maggie, yeah. you know, Jeremy Demery, uh, B- uh, jo- John Garside, and in and out April Gallaty. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being here. Coming up at 2 o'clock, uh, we got Some Call Me Tim. There's more mm-hmm. podcasts today. Please, 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 everybody, come to the El Rio show tonight. Yay, Yay. El Rio. It's going to be... Uh, doors at 8.30. It's going to be 9 to 11. Great comedy show hosted by Polly Pop-Tart. We're like LGBTQ friends and allies. I'm going to uh, do kind of my my trans moment uh, set. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so please, please, please come out and join us. And stay tuned. More comedy festival podcasts all day long here at Mutiny oh. Radio. Yeah, thank you so much. You were through with me
Oh, like little cherubic angels singing my name. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Life Movie on YouTube. <laughs> Unfortunately, better known as, by its acronym, Carl, help me out. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Thank you. You, you, you actually helped me out. And uh, my name is Mike Spiegelman. I am here with Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Lawafelmot. I am here and ready to go. Lawafelmot. I never knew that. I also never knew the expression feature length movie, which is probably what we should have called the show. But you know what? Let's move on. Carl, we're going to watch a full length movie and on YouTube and listen to our podcast. What movie are we watching today? Wait, wait, wait. What's our Twitter Twitter feed and handle? And what's the RSS hashtag? And what's the YouTube? The RSS is HTTPS colon slash slashy. No, it's a – check us out. We are we stream live on mutinyradio.fm, live being a live stream of our pre-recorded broadcast. And uh, we want to thank Pam Benjamin, the manager, and we're on Sundays at 2. We follow a show called The Edge of Insanity with Paul Brumbaugh. You can find him as a podcast as well, his show, The Edge of Insanity. Yeah. Uh, you can find our Twitter handle at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Our YouTube channel is L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Our Facebook page is Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. Uh, and you can find our blog spot at Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. Did I miss anybody? Uh, no, you said yes, we have a Twitch. We have a Twitch account, L W A F L M O Y T. I think I played two minutes of Yakuza on it, and then my PlayStation Four broke. So maybe that footage is posted. I don't know. Yeah, it could be karma. It is karma. My PlayStation Four broke during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, I know that sucks. Whoa! I have to play my PlayStation Three. <laughs> Are yeah, well, we, you what, know what? Today, what are we watching, Mike? Still playing. Oh, well, okay. All right. All right. Carl, what are we watching? Oh, you know what? Let me answer that question. We are watching my favorite movie of all time, a movie I've seen a million times, a movie I am so glad it's on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, we are watching Meatballs 3 from 1986, 85? Okay, well, oh, the search engine you put in Meatballs III Summer Job 1987. Yes, it's also, I think, I don't know. I mean, I know, well, I do know that Meatballs 4 was originally Ski Lounge, mm -hmm. Water Ski Academy, or something like that. And they changed the name. But uh, this one has the subtitle, Summer Job. Uh, it's brilliant. So go ahead and, uh, what channel is hosting this, Carl? Uh, we're going to watch 80s, 90s movies. Eight zero apostrophe s Oops. space eighties nineties movies. Ooh, all right, multi uh, characters, and then we go, let's go ahead and do it. So, uh, you go ahead, and click that link, and hit pause immediately. Set your uh, little bar to zero zero zero. Buffer. And we're gonna do a countdown. Let it buffer, and then uh, we'll do a countdown. And when you hear the magic word go, go ahead and click play. And speaking of magic, mm. holy cow! Mm. He's still alive. Give it up for the one and only, the maestro of the descending numerals, Mr. Countdown King himself. Uh, the world don't move to the beat of just one brum. Let's get ready to brumba to Paul Brumba. Mr. Sunday afternoon, Paul Brumba. Paul Brumba. Wow. Thank you very much for that great intro, Mike. I really, you know, you keep adding monikers to me, man. 
more aliases than they do at the police what department for me. So I really appreciate that. Um, and it looks I like we're, we're really hanging with that We're still hanging with those people at the 80s and 90s movie channel. Those guys are cranking out the good um, ones on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure, we've probably done about all their movies on Stop. It's a great channel, and they have some great movies on there. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we're doing another one from them. So, uh, Mr. Sunday Afternoon, will you please uh, give us the pleasure of the countdown? All right, guys, you know the drill. Let's do this in true Corona lockdown style. Let's do this in three, two, one. Boom. There it is. All right, international video entertainment. I wow, that's pictures. So that wasn't even cutting edge in the 80s. Yeah. Oh, look at this. It's the movie store. Oh, I feel like I'm on like a porn booth in you know, 82 or something. Drop a quarter. I think this <laughs> film did come out in 86, but our search, it claims 87, but I don't know. It was filmed That's in July never... 84. It came out in 86. Uh, and this movie's all about Canada. Everything is Canada. Was was Meatballs 1 in Canada? Or Meatballs 2 in Canada? Uh, no. It was but like upper, it was upper. Meatballs 1, or Meatballs, was in uh, upstate New York. Okay. By the way, yeah, were you ready for the time? Right? Oh, that's funny. Say again. Look at this car. Were you ready like, for the good? Yeah. I'm going to turn down We're opening up in, like, a flashback, of course. Oh, okay. A flashback is two, right? So I'm going to say, like, no, this right out of the 50s or something. Yeah, it's the 50s. Oh, right, so the flashback is in the 50s. But the truth is... This is what they It's not. It's a nostalgia play. What outrageous. That would never happen. And here's I our... I like Johnny Rocket. Oh, look there at it. There it is. Younger. It's, a young Mc, it's a young McDreamy. Yep. Patrick Dempsey. That's exactly right. <laughs> Mr. Gray's Anatomy. So that, that looks like the exact... What year did uh, Can't Buy Me Love come out? Same time? Oh, good question. Right. Yes. Good, good point. He was a star in teenage comedies at this point. Yep. And he that, was because that was literally about the same era where he broke through. Yeah, well, he did another and I don't movie think it where was he was... Three that... I'm sorry. He did enough. I, I didn't. I don't think it was Meatball Three that broke him through. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did a movie where it was like based on a true story, where he was like a teenage Romeo to wives in World War Two, whose husbands went off to fight, and he would go like deliver milk or something, and he was known for like controversy yeah. for sleeping with their wives. Service. He served. Yeah. His oh, that's funny. That's also that's also that's also like the other one he did. Didn't he do the one with the pe wasn't he in not Mystic Success? The one where he's fucking everybody. He's having sex with all the older ladies when he's delivered pizza. Right. Yeah, he's like a pizza butt. Maybe that's the movie I'm thinking of, but uh, I know I he was in that for sure. So now what was like uh, what was that? He had to make money. He had to make money for something. He had to earn money for something. And so he was—he was a male gigolo delivering pizza. 
I think he was trying to get money for condoms to fuck uh, wives whose uh, husbands were fighting World War Two. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> the parallel of a lot of them. But anyway, so that's about the same year, though, right? <clears throat> yeah. But, okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened to you know, What we got mixed up is Rudy, and he's supposed to be the Rudy from the original um, Meatballs 1, uh, just got outed. Oh, okay. He's in the corner being nerdy and horny. And then, like, they did this contest to make him look like a fool. Like, a sexy girl came up to him. So, basically, we just established he's a nerd and he can't get laid. And he's in the first movie? He's, he's the little boy in it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rudy. Interesting. Because yeah, that's the only the connection. That, he's, the one that, uh, he's the one that, uh, 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 Bill Murray's character. Well, he was he's under Bill Murray's he was the nerd kid, right. and Bill Murray brought him out of his shell. And Right. Okay, so now he's like, oh, a sexy girl's going to sit next to me, and he's slighted. So it's just another, he's a nerd who'll never get laid set up. As he's so off the, to the, credit right. said, the credit said, and introducing Patrick Dempsey. So this is his first movie. Yes, it is. That's exactly right, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, he's as much a race car driver as he is an actor, really. In real life? What's yeah. that? He's a race car driver? That's right. Seriously. Really? Uh, it's probably because he gets uh, chased by veterans of World War II, pissed off that he slept with his wife when he was younger. <laughs> I have to go see what movie that is, by the way. Yeah, I guess I didn't – that one didn't interest me in my research. I only pulled out Bridget Jones' baby, Sweet Home Alabama. He was the mayor, right? Outbreak, Scream 3, and Can't Buy Me Love you brought up. And there were other two other 80s ones, the ones you describe, and I didn't write them. Hey, so do you think in Scream 3 he played himself? <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't <laughs> say it, so <laughs> – so now we have a something that never pays off the guy's like here's a joint my man he drives off wow that's cool what a hippie place he has a tree in his trunk we never see this joint he never smokes it it's not the movie part it never pays off he throws it they in the humble no so this is canada yeah, this is uh, shot in Canada, and it's uh, Ontario. I've got it here. So here it is. Petersboro, Ontario, and Hudson, Quebec. Wow. Scanning the globe. And so the, so the premise is he's got a summer job. He's a nerd who's horny and reads pickup books. Right. And his summer job is at a outrageous bar dock. Dock bar. Mm-hmm. Dock bar, exactly. Now, the thing is... It's, for bikers. Right. This is the first Meatballs movie that doesn't take place in a summer camp. The summer oh, job. Cool. Some of us are not privileged, Carl. Can't some of us can't just, just work. Some of us have to work for the summer. <laughs> like that guy, Seamus McRooftop. Look what happened. Whoa. Whoa. That's why they're always Did fixing the roof. Oh, because... 
Yeah. Someone in the attic is going to be coming out. Yeah. Okay, so here's what's up. He just found out the guy who hired him for the summer uh, left, and there's a new owner named Mean Gene, but don't look at his girl, and there's his girl. Oh, right. She's no, I was looking at it. Now he's like, hey, runt, you know. Oh, no, guess what? I just realized. I've seen it. <laughs> Yo, you saw it. Good. Yeah. A lot to see. It's a great it's just, movie. I guess it was all the years, all the years back, plus all the big, all the fun times in between. Now he's mean to the owner, and he's going to play into the whole plot, as you probably remember. But he's not really known for anything. He he voiced the Beast in the X Men animated series. That's his other credit. That's it. Right. His line was, here's your coffee, Wolverine. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Had him listed as craft services. Now, in this movie, he does his job. He's like, hey, I'm a meanie. And then later he softens. You know, he he plays his role. But anyway, what we're setting up here is this is going to suck. This is my boss. They don't recycle. Did you see that? He just bit the glass off and threw yeah. it on the ground. They're not woke, Michael. They should. He should have spat <laughs> into the gar- into the uh, recycle bin, the blue bin. That's see, I could have got in the blue bin. That's between his teeth. You're not sleeping in this good place. You're out in the crappy shed. Oh. And Rudy just takes it. Yeah, well, you know, his boss is named Mean Gene, but, you know, telegraphed up front. Understood. Now, this so far on the six. Oh, yeah. United States and not in Canada, even though it's so Canadian. All the actors are from Canada. Right. This is supposed to be the United States? Yeah. Are they in Georgia? They don't say where they are. It's sort of like any town, shore place. But it's southern any shore place. I don't know. I mean, they're speaking standard English. I I don't think it's southern. You know, this looks a lot like Marin, right? Paul, don't you think? Like It looks like Sausalito. It looks a lot like Marin? Like back in the 80s? You think it was like that? They had all these bikini yeah, girls. It looks like, and, uh, you know, it looks like, it looks like um, what is it, Lake Erie? I don't know. <laughs> Look this kind of has a Jersey Shore vibe. It also reminds me of, uh, what is it, One Crazy, One Crazy Summer? With oh, I love One Crazy Summer. Uh, right. Yeah, no, not, yeah, he is in that one. You're absolutely right. And uh, it has uh, Bobcat and uh, uh, the late Tom Volog from Swiss, too. Well, this is nice. This is what they show in the trailer. Bobcat is so hilarious. In one crazy summer? Oh, he's jerking off. In one crazy summer, it's him and the other guy or something. Yeah, I think it's Tom Tom Volog. 
Now look, now we get was, uh, embarrassed stuff, but we need a key player. All right. Oh, sexual. It is sexual. Oh my god. We'll have more sexual with the pump in a moment. Here she is. This is Wendy. She likes Rudy, but Rudy is too blind to see. You know, she's just some nerdy girl. Oh, sorry. That's exactly right. We're being spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So the hero is going to want a sexy girl, but in the end, he'll make the choice for love. Right. Oh, what a waste. Get out of here, run. I'm glad you said. Oh, right. Why don't you come over my house later? If I got nothing better to do. <laughs> He's a wharf rat, right? Is that the yeah. term? Yeah. He's happy it's a date. It'll be your first time on land. I push around. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say the, the wharf rat's like, let's go on a date. It'll be the first time I've been on land for a while. <laughs> no, she's a land. She's a, she doesn't live. No, no. She's not like fr- she doesn't live in a boat? Hunter's Wharf Rat. Oh, <laughs> she's not a child. You could tell that that was she's gonna be like the one that's gonna get the makeup later in the mo- in the movie, right? She's gonna be a hottie. It won't be. She won't get. No, it, it'll be all about him, seeing that she's the one. Oh. I always figured huh. that I could tell she's like a girl. And so she's going to end up losing the glasses, getting rid of the suspenders, putting on regular right. Anyways, and it's then he's going to be like, oh, my God, <laughs> you're a hot girl. I didn't even realize. Okay, now. Yeah, she takes the. On the television is Sally Kellerman. Kellerman. Sally Kellerman. And she's Roxy DeJour, the porn star. So she's being fucked by a creature from Black Lagoon in bed while on the telephone? Well, it's an alien, yes. Now look, she attacks, but he'll have none of it. Gross. Why not? Gross, a woman who watches porn in the 80s. Sally Kellerman from MASH getting humped. (laughs) She's got her legs up. She was really getting humped. I'm sure there was a pillow or something oh, really? he sat, but you know what I mean. What does uh, IMDb trivia says? Was she really being humped in that scene? <laughs> the, I am uh, didn't even notice this film. Nice. Is that the only? Yeah. Is that the only time she's in this film? Film? No, no, she'll be in it throughout. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. I was gonna say really. Yeah, she's- Kicked him out because. Oh wait! Breaking news! Breaking news! Yeah, and the. Oh, so she died today. Dead, dead. Sally Kellerman. I mean, Roxy. Wow! Gosh, it's Roxy. Roxy porn star. Right, Roxy porn star. From hot lips to hot knees. <laughs> yes. Now, 
Mash was 1970, so this is her, like, as a cheaper commodity. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I'm trying to think of the big things. She's known for showing up to the Cannes Film Festival every year and getting photographed. Like, she does that annually. I guess not this year because they canceled it, but yeah. uh, she's always a fixture of, of those uh, fashion photos. But other than that, like, I see her here and there. I mean, I know her from this movie for sure. Look at that. The dead porn star approaching those gates of heaven. It's the pearly gates. Well, yeah, they couldn't really afford I sound like Mae West, and I can't believe I'm dead kind of stuff. Yeah, right. Why don't you dig me up and see me sometime? Yeah, right. That's my dead Mae West. Mm -hmm. It's such an iconic... Oh, it's with more Marilyn. She doesn't even know she's doing it. It's, she's just putting it on. Anytime I want morning wood, I touch the coffin I've been buried in during the morning. She's our Star Trek connection. Okay, how? O original series. She was uh, in the pilot, and then it became a, an episode. She was the ship psychiatrist on the original cast of Star Trek. If they had run with that pilot, she would have been our... Psychi you know, Diana. Doesn't the pilot have a – isn't there a different Kirk? Are you talking about the next generation or are you talking about the original? We're talking about the original, and yes, there was a different Kirk in the pilot. They went with William Shatner right. when they said, that's a good try. Try it again, boys. Yeah, right. The original Glass Menagerie was the, the, the other James C. Kirk. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Christopher Pike was his name. Thank you, Christopher what? Pike. That was his name. So now we're like, yeah, I'm call somebody, Buster, and he does. Sorry, I never knew you. So weird to see like It's so weird to see what? Oh, that it, oh, that it was so weird. Stop bonking each other's heads, guys. <laughs> There's. The I'm gonna count to three and let him talk. Okay, one. Oh, you did the countdown? All right, hey, let me introduce yourself, ladies and gentlemen. It's great to have the countdown. This so is Sunday afternoon. Talk. It's the countdown countdown. It's a summer camp sex comedy where they have the gates of heaven shaped like a 1930s film studio. It doesn't really like click. And I don't know why they did that. They're acting like porn, you know, like, you'll sign me for a contract if I save this kid. You know, he, she makes a deal. They're acting like, we'll sign you in a four-picture deal of porno, you know. <laughs> they're pretending, I guess. Do you know who you're talking to, Buster? I'm Roxy DeJure. Listen, I know how it was. I saw Boogie Nights. I know how the 70s porn industry works. Ask me anything. Dirk Diggler. Who's the guy? Oh, yeah, that, that's Dirk right. Dirk Diggler. All right, well, who is the <laughs> one? All right, what about that movie, Mike? 
where she was Lester Diggs. What about that movie, you know, the one? Oh, oh with Derek Diggler? Oh, yeah, you got it. It was called Johnny Wad, but not Johnny Wad. Ooh, they got a – look at this. Look at the budget spent on a slide. That slide, yeah, shoots the ladder's money here. So they – um okay, she's now been delivered. I'm here to get you laid, kid. Wow, so strange. So, Carl, you get this movie confused with another film we watched in the 80s yeah. called School Spirit. Right. And in that movie, a young teenage boy gets killed, and fortunately for him, he comes back as a ghost in the girls' locker room. Mm -hmm. And there he meets his grandfather or his Randy cousin, un late uncle. Right. Who teaches him how to become – oh, there you go. Uh, uh, yeah, introducing Patrick and he's yeah. his pee, pee Well, he didn't realize the cameras were running. <laughs> yeah, so his, his creepy grandfather teaches him how to become uh, human form so he can fuck ladies in the, in the locker room. Right. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I – okay, I remember Roxy, so I was wrong. We hadn't seen it before. Like, Right. I thought there was another movie in which an old lady – did we ever see this one before? Where an old lady seduces a young guy? Well, she has to get her wings because she's dead. To get her wings, yeah. Has to get them laid. Uh, mm. uh, huh. Yeah, that's almost the plot line for um, Will Science, but they built the woman. Uh-huh. That's right. Kind of. This is the Sounds like a lot of plot lines. This is the first in the series to be rated R, and it's the only one of the wow. sequels with one of the original Meatballs people in it. I mean, this is Rudy, the same one who played by – what is his name? Chris uh, – here it is. Chris Makepeace. The character is original, but there's none of the original actors. There's not going to be an appearance. Is no. Bill Murray going to show up in this? Who? No. You know, you know the bus driver who, oh, who played the bus Dirk driver in Meatballs 2? Yeah. Dirk Diggler, that's right. <laughs> it was Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman plays the bus driver in, in Meatballs 2. Oh, really? That's cool. No, he won't show up. Oh, damn it. What about E.T.? E.T. shows up in Meatballs 2. He's a different alien, but the joke is that he's like E.T., the summer camp version. <laughs> Look at this guy. He took her bra off. You asshole. I'm trying to water ski. That's fun hijinks, Michael. I'm offended. They I bet he, didn't she hear me? This is some fun hijinks. Watch. She's going to look at that girl's ass and then, whoa, into the water. Attention. Wow, that's a big party. Mac so this is it. This is Corona porn. Watching people party like this. <laughs> you see how it's it said maximum capacity thirty. If you're thirty years old, get out of here. I guess we better leave. <laughs> now we don't get it looks like fun with the uh, parasail. Mike, Mike. This is all free food. Yeah. Coming on the horizon. Bad guys. Oh no, they're like Mad Max bikers on water. They're like Water World. 
uh, bikers? Well, I mean, are they smokers from what? No, this is really a long. It, it, it's more like you see that funny joke with the dark. It's yeah. more like their biker gang, but they don't bike; they jet ski or whatever this is. Everybody, they are. Get out of here, water bikers. Harley Dolphinsons. <laughs> Harley Dolphinsons. Paul, did you hear that one? Yeah, Harley Dolphinsons. Harley Dolphinsons. That's good. Say that to his face. Yeah, man. Now he's on. He's <laughs> on his game. You say that. You know. I would say nothing to those guys. I'd be like, "What smells like wet leather?" What'd you say? Oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> he another, wants to talk to them. Yeah. Look how it isn't leather. You see how it's rain jacket kind of stuff? That is uh, <laughs> it's leather. What are we just thinking this? Now this guy you it's, might recognize It's leather by glass. You you remember War Games? Yeah. Yeah. So he was the one who was like, Mr. Potato Head. Remember when I told you you were being oh, he, you're doing it now. Yeah, I totally know him. Yeah, he was mean to Eddie Deason. Oh. Oh, okay. In, in yeah, back door. You're right. You're right. <laughs> That's the first yeah. time I learned about back door. He's the one of those. Yeah. Now he was uh, born in. Britain. That's the first. Yeah, that was like, actually I learned about that story when I was in Japan. I'm definitely not gonna try to. Hey, buddy, I'm gonna touch you. Porn star dies. He's like, what? I just saw her as a ghost. But he's not going to say that. She was in my room. Right. That's the I was naked and she was in my room. We did nothing. <laughs> now, look, to, now we're going to find out that the nerd girl is really tough and she's smart. She's going to one-up this guy so bad. Huh. Hey, your epidermis is showing. What? Where? Pretty clever. That joke makes me crawl in my skin. He's peeing. Oh. That's disrespectful. What? Whoa! You know what? Oh, is that pee water on it? Yeah. Are you going to oh, let no. her do that to me? Now they're you know what's number one in my pee? Number one in my bucket list is pee in a bucket. <laughs> That's like the first thing I want to do. Well, it's accomplishable. You should get out there in that quarantine and piss in a bucket. I think my neighbors would appreciate it if I walk outside with a bucket, put it on the sidewalk, and pee in a bucket. I mean, <laughs> they know that the top number one thing I want to do on my bucket list. And then number two is clean That's out my I bucket. Uh oh, mean Gene. Yeah. So all this is is unreasonable toughness. Go clean the men's room. I don't want my old lady seeing. Um, There's puke in there, you see. Oh boy. This is hilarious. Yeah, you got all these fires. That should do it. There you go. Sterilized. Yeah, he's got his corona gloves all right. Okay, now we uh, see the old schooly. Um, you 
guys are always shocked. Like, screw you, faggot. I'm not a faggot. You're a faggot. That's what we're going to get here. Nobody can oh, see Foxy but him. So he's going to say stuff to get them. So he's talking to Roxy. Right. Oh, yeah. And the guy's like, what are you trying to say to me? Yeah. So n now it's going to be, quit looking at them. You see? Because I'm not staring. <laughs> I'm looking at my phone. <laughs> There's a lady here. He goes, he's the queer. <laughs> Over there. Over queer. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> like John yeah. Wayne, he goes, Fum queer, you're my very godmother. Okay, wow, she has super cool time so that he's going to believe already that she's a ghost. Being a ghost, you get superpowers. They should have named this Heaven Can Laid. Nice. Actually, that doesn't really apply, right? He went into the body of a... Never mind. In heaven we tryst. Oh. I don't know. This is a hashtag game. I'll tweet that. Okay, I'll mute it again. Now what's happened is he finally is going along with her deal. I'll get you laid. That'll get me to heaven. Hashtag get me to the end good with God. Bingo. Hashtag. How does he do? Yeah. Okay, now this is a guy who makes bets. He bets that anyone who goes upstairs to try to fuck Mean Gene's girlfriend gets thrown out of the roof, you know, within a certain amount of time or whatever. Uh, and some people make the big bet that he's going to make it and sleep with her. And that's what this guy's going to do? Mm-hmm. He's the bookie. Oh. Go get him, tiger. What a weirdo. Go sleep with Mean Gene's girl. I'm going to do this! I think Mean Gene and his girl needs to go to therapy. Like couple therapy? Mm-hmm. And say this is an honest relationship. Now look, they're setting up a storefront. Oh, to make bets. That's right. <laughs> Listen, me, Gina, I don't want to say your girlfriend's uh, a tramp, but she's helped me uh, pay for my mortgage now, and gambling. Is, I, I don't really like this bit. It's kind of not believable. Uh, you know... You're not just going to get some guy to go upstairs and sleep with Mean Gene's girl. Right. And so you wouldn't build all this thing. I think maybe all these guys giving each other herpes. Like, I'm in silence. <laughs> I'm in stock. Like, that's what it seems like. That's a contagion. Like, so the joke on me. Uh, mean Gene's like, oh, no, that billboard's up again. You're not betting on my wife, are you? <laughs> again. She's good. There's some creep up there. Unhealthy relationship. Oh, look, the camera cheats by just going up 
to the top of the exterior. Whoa. Fired out of a cannon. We made a that that's was a, win. Ripping up their tickets at the races. <laughs> yeah, when they go back to party. That big of a crowd. You know what I mean? Like if it was yeah. one guy they were always doing it with. All right, I'll bet you 20 bucks. I mean, it's much more believable. No, I agree with you. It's, it seems like the set, like they must have spent a lot of money on that wheel. Yeah. Or time building it. Yeah, the director's kids paper macheed it. Okay, now we get like, hey, it's a Meatballs movie, so here's some tits. Right. Huh? The same joke they pulled off already, right? But this time it's bigger. So the hilarity yeah. continues. You see, it's the shape of a human. Or Mario and Luigi. Or Mario and Luigi. It's so pixelated. Yeah, I was just gonna say it definitely represents the the, uh, the era in which it was made. Eight bits era. Yeah, it looks like an Atari. Yeah, exactly. 